If you would, turn with me in the Scriptures to 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we'll read the whole chapter, verses 1 through 17. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. These are God's words. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such, turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Jonas and Jambres withstood what Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came up unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been accused of, excuse me, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Those are God's words in this this chapter. The Apostle warns Timothy of the last days that are present to us today and what they are like through verse 9 and the many wicked uh, acts by wicked men that will come about even in the church. And he warns them him of these things because he is pastor and he's teaching pastors. And so important for him to know. And then to the end of the chapter, there are exhortations and remedies are provided against these wicked um, uh, people who are practicing wicked things. The encouragements here are to live a godly, righteous life. Knowing that doing so will lead to, as we've heard in the morning in Matthew's Gospel, persecution, especially for ministers. We should be careful then not to be deceived by evil men. 
but rather continuing in the things we've learned in accordance with the Gospel. You go back to uh, where it speaks of uh, them, verse 6, going into houses and leading captive silly or, or foolish women who are laden with sins. This is why it's so important to live godly, righteous lives, that you would not be deceived by these such wolves and men in the church who come in to deceive these evil men. And so uh, women particularly there to uh, make sure you're living a godly, righteous life. But so too men as it goes on and talks about as well. And so we have the Scriptures, and this is the great remedy uh, for being deceived. Or to not be deceived, we need the Scriptures, the inspired Word of God that's profitable for all of life. Uh, even to put to death the sin that reigns, or that not reigns, but is within us, on the holiness in Christ, uh, to walk and serve Him forever. And so the best antidote, friends, against the corruptions and evils of our time, even in the church, knowing the Scriptures. Knowing the Scriptures, which is able to make us wise unto salvation. Let's pray. Uh, gracious Father, thank You once again for Your Word. We're thankful that You teach us Your Word, and You grant us Your Word, which is profitable for all of us. And in the whole of the Scriptures, both Old and New Testaments, profitable for us to teach us Your ways, that we might walk in every good work for Your glory and our good. We pray that You would keep us from error, keep us from evil and wickedness and sin. And so make us, by Your Spirit and grace, holy, wise, And uh, grant us discernment that we would know good from evil. And uh, that when uh, even manipulators and uh, people who are wolves come in sheep's clothing, that though we might not exactly know exactly what the the issue or problem is, that You would give us uh, discernment to know something's not right and that we would turn unto You and Your Word. And that You would lead us into the right way. Father, pray for our congregation that You would turn us from our sins and wickedness, that You would reform us. We heard this morning in the book of Lamentations of covenant breakers, of those in the church who rebel against You. And we pray that we would not be those who rebel against You. But that You would make us to be faithful by Your grace and by Your Spirit. And that You would grow us as a church, as a body of Christ here in this place, to be holy as Christ is holy. That we would be united. And not united where we compromise and we, we just uh, agree to disagree, but that we would be united in accordance with the Scriptures, that is, united in the truth. And so make us to know the truth and believe it. And so permit it that we would know the truth, as you say in Hebrews 6. So permit us. And uh, Father, grant us Your Word. And uh, Father, we ask that You would uh, turn that Word and move us in our hearts, our minds, our wills, our affections to turn and be righteous in these uh, different uh, parts of our body and soul. Mind, soul, uh, our wills, our emotions. And so make us perfect like Christ. And we know You will do that at the perfect time when You grant us that last breath and we're made in our souls perfectly holy. And so bring that time at the right time 
for your glory. And that now we do pray that you would, as we know, for to live is Christ and to die is gain. We pray that we would know to live is Christ since we're all living here. And grant us a great opportunities, many opportunities to serve you even now and this week. And in the coming week, we pray that you would grant uh, the bodies of your people to be healed and strengthened to serve you. We pray for Dow that you would grant him, uh, his father, excuse me, uh, health and body and salvation in Christ your son. We pray for his wife as well who's sick. We pray that you would strengthen her body and heal her, that she would be able to take care of their child, and uh, that you would bring them here safely soon, uh, just as you brought wonder to us. And we're thankful that He is here. We pray that You would, um, you would as well uh, be with Becky and John and the children uh, that are sick and not feeling well. That You would heal them. Thankful Dang is with us this evening. We pray that You would bless him and grant him faith in Christ Your Son. And thankful for John uh, Moore being here with us this evening as well. And ask that You would be with his aunt who he was visiting earlier today. We ask that you would, as she is uh, soon, uh, within uh, six months or so, maybe, you know, of course, perfectly, but it seems to man, maybe six months until she might die, and we pray that you would uphold her, grant her strengthening of her faith and encouragement, even encouragement as John brings her uh, encouragement in his presence and his prayers and maybe his reading of the Word and singing uh, psalms to her. We pray that you would encourage her in Christ and not cause her to be downcast of heart in her condition. And the same for all of us, that we would uh, take joy in what you've given and not uh, be downcast about the things you've brought in your providence, whether they're good providences or dark providences. And uh, Father, we know that uh, you are the God who loves us, who cares for us, and so care for your people, provide for us, provide for our families, provide for the church, uh, holiness, and provide uh, that we would continue to hear your word and worshiping you. We pray that you have blessed uh, those who have uh, turned into Christ, your son, uh, amongst us by faith. We pray that any here who don't know you, that this would be the day of salvation for them. And that they would not know one more day apart from a saving, loving relationship with Jesus Christ, your Son, and whom is all of our hope found. And Father, we pray for our nation. And you would turn our nation to yourself. And you would cause our leaders, our rulers, to covenant with Christ. That many would be saved. The citizens, be saved. And you would cause, even from your church, a turning back to you from its many sins. And that you would cause that turning back and that faithfulness to uh, spill over into making Christ known. And uh, calling sinners to repent. And many from our nation believing in faith the Gospel. And so your Spirit being poured out in a great exponential way. We pray for that, though it seems that Your Spirit will not come now in that great reviving of Your church 
and uh, turning this nation to you now. But we pray for it nonetheless because we pray that your will would be done, even though we might doubt. But help us not doubt, but believe. And so pray in faith. And knowing that Christ reigns on the throne and these things can happen in a moment. And so we pray for them to happen, uh, for your church to grow and your name to be praised and in the name of Christ to be exalted forever as King of kings and Lord of lords. And we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen.